0: This is episode 216 of Bella in Your Business. Hi there, I'm Bella Vaster from Jump Consulting. You might know me from CBS, NBC, Fox, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, or maybe you've seen me speak on stage or read my book, The Four Dogs That Every Business Owner Needs. In any case, get ready because you're about to get your hashtag Bella butt kicking in this next episode of Bella in Your Business. So what do you say? Let's get ready and jump. Welcome to another episode of Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Vasta, and today I'm going to shake things up, guys. It's going to be a solo episode, but I really want to get inside your head, and I really want to make you think today, because I don't think there's a lot of thinking going on in our industry. And I say that with love and kindness. I'm sure it's none of my jumpers or none of my amazing loyal listeners, but there is so much stinking thinking out there that I want to make sure that you My Bella In Your Business listener does not get influenced by the stuff that I've been reading online. My goodness, the earth is not falling. Your life is not ending. 2020 can actually be the biggest blessing for you. And I'm going to explain to you what I mean by the end of this show. However, before we get there, though, we have to go through it. So Sit back, relax, and go through this with me. My question to you is, what side of the pet service industry revolution are you going to be on? And I'm asking you because it really is your decision. Guys, if you haven't noticed, 2020 is really shaking things up. It's splitting our pet sitting service industry into two segments. And whether you realize it or not, you are on one of the sides. Some pet businesses experienced a temporary dip in business and are back up but others have experienced the same dip and still haven't come back up or have come back very slowly, kind of like maybe a 80 year old woman trying to stand up from sitting down on the floor. (laughs) The segments are now more divided than ever in society and in our industry, and some are going to survive and some will not. In fact, I've already heard of a lot of my jumper clients getting clients because the new customers are saying that they're Old pet sitters are no longer in business already. Gosh, you guys. So who's going to survive and who will not? The startling part is I fully believe that you're in charge of what side you're on. If you're aware of what's happening in and around you, I say in you because I fully believe that mindset and vision have a lot to do with this. I say around you because you really need to understand how society is shifting drastically right now. Negating these two things leads to being on the side of the shift that will most likely be gone for good. Bye-bye. If I had sound effects for this podcast, that's where I'd insert them. Times are changing. People are forming pods and getting closer. They're working from home, learning from home, afraid to travel. Or they're traveling, but they're being shamed into thinking that venturing out is taboo. We're in election year. The division of the United States is stronger than ever. Human rights and racism is a forefront topic and our social media feeds to reinforce all of our self-fulfilling views of the world by logarithms that are supercharged and know us better than our own mamas. Have you guys seen the docudrama, the social dilemma it's on Netflix. If you haven't, I highly suggest you like take the hour and a half and watch it because it will either blow your mind or, reaffirm what you already know, or make you want to go do some Facebook advertising. (laughs) And newsflash, it doesn't matter how you feel about any of it. You guys can have your opinions. That's fine. Your opinion might not be the same as mine. That's fine. But I'm going to show you guys a lot of fact today and like a lot of statistics and numbers. There's no room for how you're feeling when it comes to saving your business right now. You just got to do it. I'd actually argue that if you let your feelings get into this, your business will not be on the winning side of this revolution. It isn't a time for your feelings right now. It's a time for survival. You can process it all later. But when it comes to business, if you want to survive, you have to do what you need to do in order to protect your livelihood. But some of you aren't. Some of you are double downing on the same things that aren't helping you to begin with. And I hope this is your wake up call. So keep listening, but please don't shoot the messenger. Society is never going to be the same, you guys. In this beginning of the year, people were fighting online and they were fighting online learning. It was actually comical. I was reading things like, no, I don't want to learn pet first aid CPR online. And homeschool is for overprotective granola families. The idea of virtual consultation or virtual meet and greets was something that would have been followed by an eye roll. The first time someone didn't reply to the phase of an interview where it asked for a video recording, the pet sitting business owner or the CEO would say, it doesn't work. And I can't ask for that. Guys, fun fact, it actually does work. I have a dog walking company that's one of my jumpers in the mastermind who actually is crushing it with 100% virtual consultations. Fun fact, they actually started it before COVID. And the last I checked, they were actually back up to 80% of their customer volume. Actually, at the time of this recording, they're up to 96. No joke. We had an extensive training on it in the mastermind back in March by one of the world's leading sales trainer who helped us break it down. He told us how to say it, the tricks to use on Zoom to be the most effective. And the businesses that have implemented all of this, they literally have been winning clients. Then there's others out there who I only hear talk about why it won't work without even trying it. Our society's changed, guys. People are more comfortable connecting and meeting online than ever before. And maybe some actually prefer it. We're not going back to quote unquote normal or quote the way it used to be. We're not. So let that idea go. Not accepting this is the very first nail in a business's coffin. COVID has sped up the entire online learning process, and I don't mean just in a formal school either. Conferences have been canceled for up to a year. Almost everyone in the world, from CEOs to preschoolers, now learn online. It isn't enough to just be online anymore and have a website. You have to have an entire online user experience and a customer experience that gives you all the feels even after the transaction's taken place. This will revolutionize the way you do business. Businesses have no other choice but to shift because of what's happened in 2020. I mean, well, they do have a choice, but some have just kind of refused The businesses that haven't shifted still think that they're solving the exact same problems before March 2020. Listen up. This is where I might kind of piss you off. Some people still think that the only reason why a dog needs a dog walk is because the parent is busy working outside the home and the dog needs to have a break in the middle of the day, a midday dog walk, to get a walk and go potty. They aren't acknowledging that the new problem is that the dog won't stop barking at an increased number of delivery drivers going up and down the street and the added stress, depression, and anxiety of its owner working from home. While some are also trying to educate the children too. Good Lord, the new problems aren't being acknowledged by pet sitting business owners. Guys, did you also know that consumer spending in the first quarter of 2020 Has surpassed 10 years of online spending total. That is a crazy statistic. Meanwhile, there are lots of changes in our purchase behavior. We buy everything online now. We wait in parking lots for store orders to come out to our car. We wash down our groceries. We're staying inside our homes, going to home improvement or doing home improvement crazy rather than traveling around for the summer. We're planning ahead for delivery requests and shipments. And we're researching even more online now that there's a barrier preventing us from touching and feeling things. Rightfully so, people are scared to have people they don't know come into their home. We aren't just concerned for our own general health, but now it's about us not getting exposed to COVID to protect those children and older family members who we love. The thought of someone coming into our home to walk our dog or take care of our house, can actually be seen as a threat in 2020. But pet business owners aren't acknowledging this. They aren't addressing it in their marketing. And it's going to make the dip in the business even deeper, possibly to the point of no return. Guys, this is a revolution that is happening, whether you like to realize it or not. Things are changing and your business must change with it. And if it doesn't, history has shown what could happen. I did a lot of research for this for you guys, so listen up. Think about the businesses that have gone under over the years because they refuse to innovate. Now, my first example is the most obvious overused example. It's Blockbuster. They didn't want to go digital. So bye-bye, Blockbuster. Kodak. Did you know they actually had the first digital camera, but they didn't go to market with it because they were afraid of killing the film industry? (laughs) Toys R Us. They took too long to actually start selling toys online, but by the time they did, it was too late. And their longtime business went under. That one's a personal rip at my heart. I grew up with my dad being a store manager for Toys R Us. And uh, he used to open a lot of stores up in the Boston area. And then we moved to Arizona because he worked for KB Toys then. And he helped a lot of those toy stores. But yeah, I mean, Toys R Us used to be so big. Nokia didn't even realize that the user experience for a phone wasn't voice, but data and they didn't shift to software like they should have. Borders Books failed to adapt to new technologies and just kept books in a store, leading to their demise, as opposed to our good friend uh, Barnes & Noble, who hooked up with Amazon. Sony, did you know they actually had the software to create a device better than the iPod, but they were afraid to test something new and address the illegally downloaded music problem that was going on? So they faded off into the musical distance. All of these examples are powerful when you just think about how ideology can change a business trajectory. There's a ton of other examples of other brands I can give you, or you can Google them. So, what happens when a revolution's taken place? When there are great trials in humanity, two things happen people either fall or they rise, they get better or they get worse. The pet service industry isn't immune. During the 2008 recession, major startups grew into huge businesses. Have you ever heard of WhatsApp, Venmo, Groupon, Instagram, Uber, Pinterest, Slack, or Square? Many of these startups were driven by the consumer distrust in both the economy and big brands. The idea of jumping into someone's personal car rather than a taxi cab made people feel good. Feeling the power of curtailing big banks by using an app to exchange money excited people. Saying goodbye to major telecom companies who were charging an arm and a leg just to talk to faraway friends made people feel like they were taking back their power by enabling communication to happen over and over again. This is the time for innovation. When your competition is still solving old problems, You, my jumper, my listener, you solve the new ones. While your competition isn't addressing contactless meet and greets or dog walking, you, my jumper, my listener, you do. That is how you adapt and change to meet the current times. The year 2020 is forcing you to shift your growth and adopt different ways to think and do business because society is changing at a rapid pace businesses that will fail during this revolution. If you are one of those people who refuse to accept that the world's changing and that you need to change with it, your business will not make it through COVID. Bold statement. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Guys, I'm watching it happen online right now. I'm not watching it happen in the Mastermind or with my Better Marketing with Bello, which is actually open for open enrollment right now, if I must say. I've read so many pet sitting and dog walking business owners type things like COVID's killing my business. No, no, my friend, your stinking thinking mindset is killing your business, not COVID. What COVID's doing is forcing you to rise like the cream of the crop or die a slow, painful death. As you watch the years and years of your business that you may have sacrificed your life, relationships, health, fitness, sanity, vacations, and time with family for are slowly dwindling away. It's only a matter of time. The revolution is happening. The bubble is bursting in the pet care industry. And it's about time because everyone in their mother was a pet sitter. A short while ago, everybody was starting a dog walking business. People were charging poverty wages of $10 to $15 a visit to do something they loved. Others were refusing to grow out of a job a job and into a business. Now it's like watching a bubble burst. Those who have had a strong business, sure, they're hurting or they're down. They will survive. And those who were just gluing it together every day are not able to withstand the length of the stress that this pandemic is pressuring small businesses with. According to a study that Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences of the United States... Our results also highlight the financial fragility of many businesses. The medium firm with monthly expenses over 10000 had only enough cash on hand to last roughly two weeks. Three quarters of respondents had only enough cash to last two months or less. Not surprisingly, firms with more cash on hand were more optimistic that they would remain open by the end of the year. I witnessed this, you guys. When I was on the phone with companies who didn't know how they were going to make payroll for upcoming weeks because of the avalanche of cancellations happening in their business, it's sad. It's so sad. And I I was crying with them on the phone thinking we need to be better than this. It fueled my whole reason for you guys the past six months. It fueled my second and third quarter content marketing plan. I literally threw it out. And created a new one. And I buckled down and we created 17 pieces of content to help support and encourage you through a crisis. I'm going to just list them off right now. And I want you to know that you can go and take any of these topics and type it into my website and find it. Guys, we talked about what the coronavirus means for your pet business, how to use the CARES Act strategically in your small business. And there's probably going to be a remix of this once Congress decides what they're doing. How do I know if I'm an essential business? Things to consider before temporarily closing your business. The ultimate resource guide for pet business owners during COVID-19. Small business survival during crisis. How to make COVID-19 stop messing with your head. What are my options if my staff want to stay on unemployment and not come back to work? I created a survival group. 14 ideas to talk to your customers through covid An email to send to your customers, a 10-page guerrilla marketing blueprint, how to generate free publicity and marketing, how to do virtual meet and greets, how to recession-proof your small business, and then a really cool episode with Asha, resiliency, black swans, and perseverance. Guys, there's all this. This stuff was the free stuff. The things that I was doing inside Better Marketing with Bella and the Mastermind, holy moly, it's why these jumpers are still jumping right now. Because they did it scared. They did it with me. They didn't give up. They followed blindly. They stayed in a community with other people who wanted to survive with them. Your community is going to be everything. I'm trying really hard not to get all preachy, guys, but my heart bleeds for every single one of you. And it also cheers and celebrates with you, too. The pet industry revolution is here and it's happening whether you want to acknowledge it or not. It wasn't expected. We didn't know it was going to happen. You didn't do anything to cause it. But surprise. A new way of life is here, and there's no going back to normal. Some are better off than others, having a larger staff than they had to cut back, but their volume was so big that cutting back means that they're still in business. Meanwhile, others were struggling already to make ends meet, and this revolution, if not adapted too well, will end up crushing their business. Some businesses didn't do the things to build and keep a strong business foundation. Everyone was shocked and bewildered when we went under quarantine and lockdown. Rather than use the gift of time to build their business stronger, they were paralyzed in fear. But this is all only temporary. This revolution is not going to change. It's going to change the way that we do business, but it's also going to change the landscape of the pet sitting and dog walking industry. With the exceptional places like California and New York City, who are seeing a mass exodus of people moving to different places. We have to remember that the unemployment rate is going down. The economy isn't doing that badly. And most of the clients that are pet sitting and dog walkers are still working. To be honest, have you revolutionized the way that you talk to your clients or do business? Even though people are working from home now, pet sitters and dog walkers aren't selling the reality that working from home is tough. It isn't a walk in the park as many fantasize it to be. We must start pulling the curtain back and asking questions like, be honest. Have you walked your dog as much as you intended while working from home? Guys, I made a graphic and I gave it to all my mastermind members. A lot of people had a lot of different kind of experiences with this because it does depend on how everyone's community reacts because some people have a really strong community on social and others don't. Better marketing with Bella teaches you how to build that strong community online. One of my clients posted this graphic that I gave her that just simply asked, be honest. Have you walked your dog as much as you intended while working from home? Do you know that she generated $12,000 worth of business from that one post? Guys, I'm not kidding around. I'm not blowing smoke up your butt. And it is Bella Kool-Aid. I'll go with it. I know some people call it Bella Kool-Aid. That's okay with me because the Kool-Aid tastes good and it works, guys. promise. You just got to be fearless and willing to try it. I think we're all telling ourselves a lie. It's like saying I will go to the gym, but you never actually do. How often are people really walking their dog from home? I bet it's not as much as you think, but no one's talking about this. I want to know. I really want to know if you've done anything like this. I want you to reply back to this podcast or wherever you saw it posted. And I want you to tell me if you've done something like this. Now, here's something really cool. I was looking at windows for my house and here's how Window World's doing it. As I was creating this podcast for you guys, I wanted to bring this incredible example that came across my desk. I received a video as a confirmation of an estimate that's happening next week. And this video is like, telling me like, Hey, we know we're under different times. We don't actually have to come in your house. And this is what you can expect from us. And it was the most heartfelt, sincere thing. And this guy who was on the video is not an actor. He's one of the work guys. He looks like a work guy. He's not perfect, but there's perfection in his imperfection. Guys, the way that you respond to your, the revolution happening will determine your business future. Let me remind you that your clients are working from home. Most of them still have a job. In fact, most people who are pet-sitting and dog-walking company that we service are not the sector that's out of work. They're not blue-collared workers. They're the affluent, white-collared workers who can afford our luxury service. In other words, the money is still out there. Maybe even more money is because not as many people are traveling. I mean, just look at the earnings for Home Depot these days. What are you going to do to convince your community that they need a dog walked or to inspire them to take a local road trip if they don't want to fly? It's critical to remember that you sell peace of mind, trust, and security. I have said that from day one, episode one of this podcast, and you exchange guilt for money, not hours for dollars. Don't dumb yourself down to that. If you stay in the mindset that you exchange hours for minutes and dollars, it will be a hard struggle. You will be the business that doesn't survive this year and you will not survive this dip. You will be the one lacking excitement in your business, dreaming about selling or switching careers because you have come to despise entrepreneurship. So what do you do? If you want to be on the survival side, how can you accomplish this? How can you revive your business and make it so that it's strong position for years to come and maybe in a position to take over market share of those who didn't even survive through this? I have some ideas for you, but it's going to take a lot of work and it isn't going to be easy. You probably will try to resist some of it, but I know these work because I see it as a coach. There are some keen traits of every successful business owner who survives things like this, and I'm going to walk you through them right now. There's five things. Mindset, location, messaging, customer experience, and leadership. Mindset. I want you to replace why is this happening to me to what is this trying to teach me? If you want to believe that the sky is falling and that everything's going to crap, then I can't help you. I can't. You should stop listening to my podcast. You should close up shop. If you're one of those people who say things like, why is this happening to me? And you're not open to changing that mindset to what is this trying to teach me? You're going to fail. But if you're fighting to see the good and you want this to work, then please keep listening. I have been sitting here fighting alone with you since March. And what I'm about to share with you is working for my clients all over the United States and Canada and the UK. Let's rise above it, guys. Let's fight this together. What does it look like? Read or listen to books, get a morning routine, Getting that W every morning is so powerful. Get a pack of comrades around you all in the same position like the Jump Mastermind. Just head on over to jumpconsulting.net forward slash mastermind and your socks will be knocked off at what's happening in there. Feed your brain by listening to others' successes and struggles. Do some affirmations and not just affirmations for yourself, but business affirmations. Live in a state of gratitude. Humble yourself to ask for help when you're feeling down or weak. Tell people what you're going through so you don't drown alone and others can help pull you out. Take charge of those gosh darn voices in your head. Location. This is hard. This is just about the only thing you can't control. And if you're in places like New York City or the Bay Area where there are droves of people moving out of your area, I don't have any life changing advice. Hold on tight and try your best to wait it out. But one thing I can say is that shelters have never been so empty. So please focus on the fact that although people might be staying home, there's never been so many pets at home and adopted. It's our job to figure out how to become relevant to help service these pets. What can you do? What problem can you solve? Are you asking for the sale? Are you attempting to bring on new clients? If the trend in your area is that people are moving out, or your clients just aren't coming back, then it's time to go back to Marketing 101 and start making connections, collaborating with your community, getting your name out there. It's time to do the things that we do in the mastermind, like setting 90-day goals to get X amount of clients by date. We are doing that all the time. How many clients do you need to get today in order to get your revenue back to where it was? Do you even know that number? You need to start tilling the land in your location, connect with people, grow with them, And see how you can come together to get through this together. There are a lot of ways that you can do this. And there are many of my clients who have been successful doing this with the right strategy. We talk endlessly about this in Better Marketing with Bella on our coaching calls. I come alongside so many of my clients and give them so many ideas and tactics and collabs. And just last week, I was writing out scripts for them, like real time on a Google document while we were working together because it works. And because I believe in them. Number three, messaging and website. I think by this point, we all know someone, if not ourselves or our family, who's had COVID-19 or died from it. It's sad, but it's true. And there's an enormous social responsibility right now that's leading to the fear of being judged for just going out to Costco or getting on an airplane for a trip. The secrecy surrounding normal activities is real. As a society, we're riddled with an uprise in mental issues from anxiety, depression, even domestic violence. We are not okay. And as business owners, it's important to be sensitive to this. In the pet industry, we get to care for and represent the most innocent, unconditionally loving creatures, our pets. And this is an emotional experience. Those who are negating this are missing the mark. Now more than ever, it is time to be emotional on our websites. Before March 2020, I said that you're missing the mark if I can copy and paste your website onto another pet sitting or dog walking company website. Now I'm upping the ante. If you're not showing masks on your faces, showing how you're using your PPE, doing contactless pickups and drop-offs, promoting virtual consultations, and then the online scheduling and backup plans, showing that you're established, careful, and connected in your community, then you can't cry when people aren't contacting you. The world is afraid right now. Rightfully so. Social media messaging. What are you doing to control the narrative that you're using for... PPE, that your clients are protected, that you have contactless pickup and drop off. All these things that we mentioned about your website above should be talked about, shown and told on your social media postings and in your stories. Did you know that 60% of the buying decision is made before a potential client ever contacts you? What's your social media saying about you? If I go there, are you just sharing videos of viral pet videos Or is each post establishing your personality and showing me that you are sensitive and considerate of the current climate? Something that a lot of people do is they just share other people's content. And it's just a waste of space. Plan out your content, make videos, appeal to people's emotions. It is not a time for you to stick your head in the sand. Now more than ever, you need a superior marketer to save your businesses, or you can get on the wait list. Well, doors are actually open right now. For better marketing with Bella, just head on over to jumpconsulting.net forward slash marketing, and you too, my friend, can figure it out, (laughs) or you can reach out to me. Shortly we're going to be closing the doors and you'll have to wait another six months to get in on that program. It's basically, if you're hearing about it for the first time, it's where we provide you with graphics, videos, email outlines, blog posts, content calendars, coaching calls, group coaching calls, individual coaching calls, and so much more for a monthly fee for a six month commitment. All right, number four or five is customer experience. This is the feeling that someone has when they're doing business with you. It is meeting them where they're at in their life journey, whether they're feeling scared, anxious, remorseful, curious, or everything in between. You must take charge. Let people know what to expect. Answer their questions before they know that they have them. Be a leader in your business and community. Now more than ever, people are looking for leadership and confidence. They might still have their job, but they're scared of their future, and they feel like they might need to hold on to their money a little longer than they normally would. They might be hesitant to spend because they don't know what's happening in the world. Your customer experience is an entire sector of your business that makes people happy to interact and patronize your business. This isn't something that can be overlooked, especially now. I really love what Joey Coleman says about this subject. He's definitely an expert and did a great job explaining this on a podcast, a previous podcast, and also in a workshop that we did inside the mastermind. Now, number five is leadership. There are businesses that are thriving, and I'm proud to call many of them jumpers. They're in my programs. They have been listening to my suggestions since March, and I'll bet you a hundred bucks they've been doing it scared, but it's working. There are businesses whose customers or profits were decimated to 20% and are now back up past 80%. They asked, literally asked their clients to come back. 10 a week, calling them up on the phone. Will you come back? They don't just keep in touch. They don't just ask for reviews. They ask for the sale. There's a difference. They have taken my guerrilla marketing class and they've done them and they've worked. They've put their head down when they've had to be closed and tighten their foundations and focused on customer experience, SOPs, and the long list of things that they've been waiting to do. They realized that despite the world falling apart, that they were given the gift of time and they weren't going to discard it. They kept focused and worked hard. They changed the problems they were solving. They changed up the stories they were telling and the videos that they were doing on Facebook Live and the local connections and collaborations they were doing. They leveraged relationships both internally and in their business and in their community. They tested methods. They kept hiring through the pandemic. They upped their educational game and they sharpened their mindset. They showed up on our coaching calls through Better Marketing with Bella, and they started doing Instagram stories, and they woke up with four new client inquiries because of it. True story, guys. That is a true story that happened to a Better Marketing with Bella client. She did it scared. She followed my thing. She didn't do it perfect. She didn't care. She did it, and she ended up with four new clients. (laughs) I am so ridiculously proud of them. Was it easy? (laughs) hell to the no were they scared uh yeah did they think about throwing in the towel i'm pretty sure they did guys but they rose above it and they relied on a positive community that they chose to be a member of they decided to do it scared they decided to try new things and they decided to test theories as they were zigging and zagging with current events guys the future is very bright Imagine a world where more pets were adopted into loving homes, where affluent clients still had their jobs and business competition has drastically decreased. Imagine a world in which your messaging, marketing, and unique value propositions are completely unique and where your systems, foundations, and processes are solid. (laughs) This is what I believe the future will be for those who want it. There's nothing stopping you from embracing this reality. If your business is slow, pick yourself up and start fixing and improving your foundation with all the things that I just spent the past 34 minutes telling you about. Get everything checked off your to-do list. Align yourself with crystal clear vision so you can take the next decade by storm and maybe make all of your wildest dreams come true. The sad truth is that not everyone will ha- will still have a business after this. You will if you're a jumper. If you let me help you, and if you show up for me and do it scared, I know it might feel awkward. I know you might even feel bad for doing, well, better than some other people. It's called survivor's guilt. It's very real. But I don't want you to focus on that. I want you to focus on getting through this because in the end, the only thing that's going to determine your outcome is your own mindset. Here's what one of my clients, Amberly, posted in the Mastermind last week, and this is one of the last examples I'm going to give you throughout this. Let me just say, if you're struggling, if you're struggling business, hang on because there's so many pet sitting companies that are closing or moving right now. I've gotten three or four calls just this week saying that their pet sitters no longer in business. Obviously, people need pet sitters for one reason or another. So hang on and keep trying. Just wanted to share a word of encouragement for those that are struggling. Guys, this is what happens when you're part of a community of winners. Let me know how I can help you. I'm here for you. And I want to fight with you through this. Let me know what you thought about this podcast. Go ahead and post wherever it is that you might have heard of it. Let me know your biggest takeaway or just let me know if I'm wrong. Tell me where you think I'm wrong. Tell me. I'd love to help you. There are so many examples after example after example I just gave you of people that are winning and are surviving through this. You just have to make the choice to put yourself in the winner's circle. Are you going to fight through it? Or are you going to give up? I want to know. Guys, if you like this episode, please go ahead and make a wonderful review anywhere you listen to it. Find out where you listen to it and comment back and let me know what you thought of this. If you want to see this in written form, go ahead and go to jumpconsulting.net and click resources and then blog and you can see this 4,500 word blog right there for you. I want you to remember that when life gets you down, always keep jumping.